0: So it's uh, like it's reflective. Just uh, what I say is to be reflected upon. You know, you know, I'm not trying to convert you or convince you or anything. Anything I say, uh, just observe how it affects you. You know, that's the point of of this practice, mindfulness. And so, uh, you know, the words I use or you know the tone of voice, or whatever, has its effect on your, you know, on your mind. You know, the only way we can ever really avoid or get out of the suffering realm is is through this mindfulness, because we are these very sensitive forms, and so we're constantly, you know, being affected by the environment and. Uh, the impression on the senses and so forth that we inevitably have to experience. Uh, just the part of the karma of being born as a human being in, in this realm. So is this really? You know, I found it very helpful to, to really contemplate what being human is. You know, what because even though we 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 all assume we're humans, so we have this. Common identity, but but what does that really mean? You know, and in, in not just in taking it for granted or uh, because you you believe that, that you are, but uh, what what does that really imply at this moment? And of course, in, being born as a human being means we have to live in a in this body for its lifespan. Um, Birth to death, and, uh, and that this body and its senses is about, and this is a sense realm. So, it sense uh, sensitivity means uh, pleasure, pain, uh, beauty, ugly. So, it's not just, you know, being, sensitivity implies something beautiful and positive, but it implies this what we're experiencing now: that heat and cold, and hunger and thirst, and. And sickness, and loss, and and pleasurable sensory experiences, and unpleasurable ones, and neutral. <clears throat> and so, this is like a reflection on the way it is. It's not a complaint, nor criticism, or a judgment, anyway. It's just noticing what what it is to, to, that birth, you know, our birth has brought us to this point in time, here and now. And we're limited to the form of the body and uh, and it uh, is a sensitive form which means we're subjected to to a a relentless impingement of, uh, of that which is happening around us, you know. So, and we have, how much control do we have over environment or even our own bodies? So this, like the Buddha's teaching, is about reflecting on the way it is, observing, knowing, rather than, you know, trying to we can create images of perfection. Uh, we know how things should be if everything was, was perfect. You know, we can create an ideal or an image of perfection, but this realm is not about it's not an ideal realm it's not about ideals it's about sensitivity change birth and death <coughs> and so this brings us into the reality of here and now <coughs> and then the reflective ability is our is, you know we're not just helpless victims of of our conditions but we have this this uh, Buddha mind and so the Buddha mind or the Buddha uh, this word Buddha means awakened, reflective wisdom. So the, the actual word is not a person. It's not, you know, it's pointing to a, a human being that's awake and aware of the way it is. So, so the word Buddha and Dhamma, you know, it's the Buddha uh, knows Dhamma or the way, the truth of the way it is. Where as personalities, we we're conditioned to identify with the body, uh, with our names, our cultural conditioning, uh, our memories and feelings and all the rest. So we 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 experience life through perceptions and through ideals. Like m- many of us were brought up in societies where idealism was was uh, predominant, like. Right? my own background, very idealistic society so you, you had brought up with the ideals of perfection of mm-hmm. how things should be and then um, and then you then the realities of your life you don't you don't quite know you always realize there's something wrong with the way it is because it's not perfect and, uh, and then you can see you know you can think of something wrong with you take it very personally as something, some flaw in your character, or you start blaming your parents, or the family, or the society, the world. You blame God, blame <laughs> you know <laughs> that, and think that uh, you know as a child I was brought up as a Christian. So I used to blame God. And think why did God create this realm with so many imperfections in it? Because if I were God, I would have created everything perfect. <laughs> In a kind of child way of thinking, <laughs> why why did God create pain? You know, you, you know, you fall down and hurt yourself as a, a little boy, and you and it hurts. And then why why you if God created anything? Why did you, God create pain? And so then my mother would say something. Of, that I don't really even remember now <laughs> to justify pain but <clears throat> so like like even at a very young age I could I could conceive you know a, a realm where everything is beautiful and pleasant and perfect and no pain and uh, you know all you know ice cream every day <laughs> <laughs> and so one can, can, you know, one can create that uh, paradise, but that's not the way life is. So, so in our life, you know, as, as the summoners, mendicant is to is to really reflect on the way it is. And of course, this is you know it's looking at yourself really because you, you know, you, it's not just looking outward and 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 uh, seeing the world as something separate, uh, you know, from an object of senses, but it's actually focusing on, you know, this, this is the point where you feel, you know, we, we feel how the 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 beauty of a situation affects our consciousness, or how the, the painfulness affects, or the praise that we get, or the blame, or the uh, feelings that we create around ourselves, or loneliness, or Fears or uh, emotional hang-ups or neurotic problems are, can be seen and witnessed in terms of Buddha um, the reflective consciousness with this reflective using consciousness and informing it with wisdom like to observe so the Buddha's teachings are about the way things are not about how it should be so it's not about, like, a communist ideal. You create this... this uh, say, the communist ideal was taking, you know, how things should be. You know, that everything's shared equally, and there's no class system, and, and uh, no poverty, and uh, this is an ideal. Uh, that's very... That for a period of time, the last century was very inspiring to people. You know, everywhere people Marx, Karl Marx, people like that really inspired idealistic people and intellectuals with this uh, ideal of communism or socialism. (coughs) So then, you know, like the attempts at 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 creating communist systems, uh, they never really understood the law of karma. So like in Thailand, you know, even you ask the little children in Bumwai about the law of karma, they all know, you know, you do good, you receive good, you do bad, you receive bad. So tam di dai di tam chua dai chua just kind of, kind of, you know, probably every Thai child can say that, probably. <laughs> and so, you know, if you, it's cause and effect, and if you have to have a good effect, you have to have the, a good cause. So you can't, you know. Where in the West, like in America, we we often thought that, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do, uh, you know, bad things in order uh, so the the end would be what you want. You know, so the end justifies the means. Uh, but in the Buddhist sense, and and in it, this reflective. Style that we're using is we're observing. If you you know if what you do, if it's if you do good, then you receive a good result. Or you do bad, then the result of that is bad or painful. And so the the attempts to may force everybody to become communists became a form of tyranny. You know, so you you have the end something very noble and. Uh, very ideal where everything's fair and just and everybody's equal and then New Year's mm-hmm. tyrannical means so what do you end up with? Uh, as tyranny as a result <laughs> rather than communism and, uh, and uh, now it's the communism's kind of passe uh, and it's democracy you know it's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of like <clears throat> a force the Iraqis to become democratic <laughs> and have got these two bombing the hell out of them <laughs> so I mean <laughs> it's just not going to happen <laughs> but in terms of your own practice observe, you know this like I put this in very very simple ways like Like, uh, you know, if if I think positive thoughts, then I feel positive about things. If I'm thinking negatively, critically about things, then I feel that, I feel depressed or disappointed or critical. And so, you know, it's quite immediate, you know, you get, you know, like meta-practice, you know, you start thinking positively about may all beings be happy and may I abide in well-being and things. And it, it's all using positive words and concepts mm-hmm. and, and just filling your consciousness with positivity is that uh, you, you do feel happy with that, you feel uh, you mm-hmm. know, inspired or happy, and then if you fill your mind with uh, what's wrong you know, so you get caught up with what's wrong with yourself or wrong mm-hmm. with it monastery or wrong with the country and and wrong with the monks and the lay people and and then you how do you feel you know if i'm if i'm I'm really in a bad mood and and contemplating uh, you know the things i don't like uh, then i feel depressed or angry or indignant Met, uh, and so this is a way of observing you know, how it actually works in your own you know, your own experience you know, how to you're beginning to understand how, you know, what your your life is about as a human being you, you know, how to use your mind how to cultivate how to develop in skillful ways and uh, and, and it's not through trying to, you know, use a, a force and fear and intimidation or just my, a willpower and, and kind of that, but it's because we can be tyrannical towards ourselves. <clears throat> you know, sometimes we're very tyrannical. We have a, a, an inner tyrant of kind of force that always is is uh, telling you you should you should be something you're not or you're not good enough the way you are or you know so there's you know, you should practice more or you should be better than what you think you are or that. And then that and it's not that it you know we, we can always imagine ourselves better than the way than the, the way one conceives oneself. But um, the, the point of this reflection is to observe that, to be the observer, not the critic. It's not it's not about criticizing or comparing with ideals, uh, but in just being, trusting yourself to be aware, to be the, the puto, the knower of the condition you're feeling, whatever it might be. So a positive feeling, feeling happy and, full of inspiration and faith is like this and then, then it changes you can't sustain that and go, you know, something will happen and, and then you will feel fear or anger or whatever, and it anger is like this and, and so in this way we begin to, then we see you know, the way it is all conditions are impermanent so you're relationship to feeling towards emotion is no is no is no longer judging it in worldly terms or a personal identity but but in recognizing it's like this. And so this is called like buto Tamo, the awareness, knowing the way it is, all conditions are impermanent. And try to sustain anger, you know, keep it uh, and, and hold it, you know, and then, uh, you know, usually, you know, when the conditions for anger arise and we feel it, but you, but uh, then there's, the conditions change and then we feel uh, various other emo- moods or emotions arise. And so what we can do is be aware of that changing, of the anicca of uh, impermanence of conditions that you're you know, but your mood, the mood you have, or the emotional habits you you have, or uh, abuse, opinions, uh, physical, uh, sensory experiences, are, you know, what we have to live with. The, this realm that we're experiencing now is is a is a continuous bombardment of irritating impingement from birth to death. <laughs> <laughs> and whose fault is it <laughs> so the demand that it stop is, you know, is an impossible demand because this is, uh, you know, but it is something that we learn from and, and this is the whole point of the Buddhist teaching is to awaken and, and observe learn from it Cause this is what we can. That the human, this reflective ability we have is a, is is a is a is a blessing. You know, we can, you know, we can learn from this experience. We can't control it and make it what we want, but we can learn. You know, so that then in this way, this mindfulness allows us to to be this this knower of. Condition phenomena, rather than (coughs) being caught in endlessly kind of manipulating conditions, and you know running from one thing to another, Mm -hmm. and and uh, and and just being caught in in fear and anxiety and and ignorance about uh, reality, about the way things really are. So this word dhamma also is, uh, for me significant because it, it you know, in English translation is it's, rea- it's reality. It, it's real. This is reality. And to awaken to reality is uh, what the Buddha you know, the, in this kind of teaching is, is encouraging us to do, to wake up <laughs> to the real. And then of course I did, you know, in the, you know, I've been accused of um, of not living in the real world, <laughs> you know, like in England, for example, some people who say, "Well, you're not living in the real world." Uh, you know, what do they mean? What's the real world? It makes you think what they what they think is the real world. Is not real? <laughs> and and then they conceive, you know, like uh, me living in a kind of in. You know, in a lovely place, and abiding in a state of bliss all the time, you know, <laughs> yeah. above it all, and and uh, I don't have to face the problems of family life and and working professional and, and the problems that you have with your wife and children and parents and I think That's the real world. You have a you know have a mortgage you're paying off and. <laughs> and they think I've, I've kind of you know bypassed it, you know cheating on the whole system you know, by becoming a Buddhist monk and then expecting people to come and feed me. <laughs> what are you doing? You expect us to come and feed you. What good are you doing for the society <laughs> and, and these are questions, you know, that really... Because, you know, if you're living in, say, in a non-Buddhist country. In Thailand, they never ask those kind of questions. But in, in, in non-Buddhist countries, these they see things in, in, in a very different way. <coughs> so, you know, then, then just look at the result. Like uh, Amravati, the monastery in England, you know, it's, it's like... A, people love to come there because it does it gives them uh, you know, some <laughs> geographical geographical location where they can go and get away from uh, the mortgage and uh, family problems <laughs> have another perspective you know and this, uh, the people really appreciate that you know whether they're Buddhist or not so in, in uh, like, this morning, you know, just contemplate how, you know, eager the lay community here is to, for us to become enlightened. <clears throat> you know, so read when I contemplate, all those lay people out there, you know, they really want the best for me. They come here, give me the four requisites, so I don't, you know, I have a, you know, what I need for the day. And so I can practice, you know, develop and, and learn and awaken and cultivate this awakening. And so then you start thinking of the lay people and, you know, it's really, you know, that there, you feel this gratitude and a sense of of that their good intentions and their generosity make it possible for us to, to live like this and then our sole duty really is to awaken you know, so that's our job really and that's, that's what we're you know, that's what the point of this life is, is is to recognize, realize this yourself so that it's no longer just going along with a party line or a, an institution or a tradition and just by, you know, grasping the the formula, but by, by developing it for with awareness, with sati, bhana, and and so that then you, you know, uh, then when we we see this in a in a direct way and know it, you know, on a profound level, no no longer just theoretical or intellectual, but from from, from the gut level then we then we we are you know we have a lot to offer the society in terms of of being able to you know make make this this tradition this teaching available to them because it is a, it's a very uh, you know it's a, a very accurate tool this 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 uh, this what this teaching from the from the sutras It's not just philosophy or speculation or metaphysics. It's actually, you know, it gives you very clear directions. There's it's a precision to it. It'll cut through all the all the conditioning that we've acquired from you know from. Day one to the present moment, if you use it for that, it'll, it because it really takes you to emptiness, to pure awareness uh, that isn't, uh, you know, isn't, uh, isn't, condi- it has not con- been conditioned yet, you know. So, you, you know, and I found in my own practice this is being able to recognize this empty conscious. Reality, and to to trust it, and then the, then I have perspective on my own cultural conditioning or personal attitudes or assumptions, you know, that I that I have you know, as a as a separate personality, individual. So you know, you're getting to, and this we can actually do. This is not asking you know, the impossible from anyone but it is subtle it's very simple and, but it's so simple that complicated people like ourselves make it incredibly difficult (laughs) (laughs) so, see the monastic form, not as a Increased complication, but really, you know, even though the vinaya can look complicated at first, like it's, you know, you know, how many rules did you have before you ordained, <laughs> and then you got oh, always vinaya. So it sounds very complicated, but it is. It's, you know, actually, what it's doing is simplifying our life because it, it, uh, you know, it, it restrains us, restricts us to where you know we're not being we have we're not being just pulled out every which way like we would be if we weren't but we have to live within boundaries and in limitations and which force us you know to to help us to to stop this this uh, proliferating outgoing tendencies to observe to form this this sense of of observing being the utho so in this Thai first tradition you know the Lung the, uh, Man and and then Ajahn Cha and all they have developed this Bhutto practice which is uh, like the a mantra form of Buddha the name Buddha and so you know you take this Bhutto and you you know it's a simple enough word but it it also isn't just something just a you know, uh, just a a word uh, to cling to, but it's a reminder. So you, you know, and then I've used it over the years just to, because I'm a, the tendency is to think all the time, you know, to to endlessly uh, proliferate with thoughts. And so uh, i thought, you know, then I realized I'll take this one little word and think that. (laughs) Rather than think all in this proliferating way. (laughs) And when I start, you know, if I don't do this, then I tend to start thinking and the proliferation takes place, you know, this is like grammar and all that, you know, you have a whole pattern of you start with this and then it carries you onward, but But with a mantra, you know, you've got this one little word, two syllables, pu and to, and that's it. And, you know, you're you're thinking this word. But then it also means, uh, you know, awaken. Like, in Thai they say, ru or the knower. And so this is, uh, in consciousness, is a knowing, you know, pure consciousness is you know, it's a knowing thing and then we're forms we're conscious through this form through the human form so we're experiencing consciousness within the limitation of the human form the body and the senses so the point is once you're born then you get conditioned, you know, so you're you're conditioned by what your mother and father and and your family, and culture, yeah. education. So you form all your, you know, your ego and and value system through uh, through the conditioning process. So mindfulness will bring you back to the pure before you become anything, pure consciousness uh, before it's conditioned by. Culture or anything whatsoever, and then you recognize. It. That's like the third noble truth, uh, Neroda You can see this. You recognize it, and then you, then you, then you can um, recognize the, uh, you know, begin to see the condition, the subtlety of, of assumptions, attitudes. Uh, things one just takes for granted because of, uh, you know you learned right and wrong, good and bad and all this from, you know, your your mother and father and and your social position, yes. cultural identities and so forth, and then you and and then we operate through through those perceptions, but you're getting back like M Portan called it our real home. And that isn't personal not, I, you know, mine, uh, I can't claim it as uh, a personal uh, attribute, because it's all of us, you know, we're all, consciousness is the same thing, it's not a, my consciousness and yours. But then the conditions are personal, like I'm Ajahn tomato, and you're not. <laughs> And to discern the difference, you know. So this is this is the gift. This is the gift available to us here, and and uh, just to encourage you, you know, because we need encouragement. Because we, you know, it's uh, it's subtle and also it's so easily, you know, easily comprehended on on the on the level of words. Uh, but emotionally and and that we're so conditioned otherwise you know the whole momentum of worldly values are so you're going against the whole system that everybody believes in everybody you know in the society believes in the 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 challenge is is learning to and in this kind of form if you the monastic form is helpful because it its whole aim really is to, to see this, you know, uh, rather than to just become a terribly Buddhist monk in the Thai forest tradition and then be critical of all the other forms of Buddhism. <laughs> 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 Which is what some monks do, isn't it? They miss the point. <laughs> so I'll leave you with it